Okay, yeah, I'm gonna record. I like a little soft intro. Hi! Almost Modern Live. A podcast so butch, so massive. Almost Modern Live. A podcast. Are we surprised? No, but do we expect it? Yes. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. What? Like, maybe not. No. <laughs> was that as good for you as it was for me? Yeah, no. I'm back. I, uh, um... I... I did uh, my signature move. This is how I know I've hit a new low in my like emotional status and being in quarantine is I <laughs> went on Sephora and ordered four different serums for my face. I don't know why. They were cheap and I felt like I needed skincare products to get me through life because when I'm sad, the only thing that brings me true joy is buying bath and beauty products. So I'm sure I will get them and barely use them for a year, but I'll have joy for a couple minutes when I open the box and try each one. Yeah. I got they're all the ordinary, so I'll update you. I mainly went on because I needed a new scrub, but they're all ordinary. It's so cheap. It's all like under $10 for almost anything. The only thing I got was more expensive was 14 which like, hallelujah. It's called the buffet for your face. Buffet for your face. Buffet, buffet. I don't know. It's just got all sorts of good things in there to like, you know, rejuvenate like vitamins and minerals. And I've gotten really into oils for my skin. I've put a lot of almond oil on my skin. I've been putting a lot like, of vitamin E oil on my skin. I've mean, always oils. Yeah, always been afraid to put oil on my skin because I felt like I was always oily, which is my problem. Right. But the problem is I was dry, which was making me oily. So exactly. that's the kicker. That's the trick. Anyway, hi there. I'm Tyler. And I'm Andy. And, and this, this is Almost Modern Life. Life. That's the best we've done it since we've been on Skype. Um, a podcast about... Um, Vacation's all I ever wanted. That. Thank you. That, yeah, that. Vacations, travel, trips, planes, automobiles, cars, taxis, Ubers. Destinations. Uh, Gondola. Gondolas. 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 This actually is an episode about gondolas. And we're going to talk about what makes a good gondola. Um, Before we get into that, Andy, what have you been doing with your your time uh, in lockdown? Um, so, t- um, this week was, um, somewhat of a low light, I feel like, yeah, amongst quarantines, uh, mainly because it was announced, uh, at my company, company-wide, that everybody was getting a 10% pay cut for the rest of the year. The rest of the year? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you did take a, a pretty good leap coming into this, so you're still not where you were. Oh, yeah. No, I'm exactly. I'm still above where what I was making at my old job. And, uh, you know, we're ha- we're almost halfway through the year. Not really, but we'll pretend we are. Uh, so it, if you annualize it, it's really only like a 6% pay cut uh, mm-hmm. of my, you know, like overall annual salary. Come on, uh, math. Yeah, it does suck That's that the market the, is that it's like the rest of the year. Yeah, it does. They also announced that they're not gonna make any like four hundred one k matching contributions, which stinks because you know the market's like at its lowest. So an investment now would be a really good thing because it's gonna like when the market rebounds, 
all going to be worth mm-hmm. so much more. But oh yeah. well. Uh, you know, I'll survive. It's not. This is not going to break me. Gonna me now. No. I got some money in the bank. Uh, it's all good. Good, good. But, you know, good, 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 good. so uh, balanced that out, you know, it's uh, it is making work. I mean, not I don't know. Working from home is nice, but it's also kind of like, ugh, why do I have to work at all? Yeah. Uh, and I had a nice call, a little call with my uh, team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we all caught up on what everybody's working on. And it's just like. When you hear some people are like, oh, I have nothing to do. And you're like, oh, I'm doing things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, oh, well, such is life. Um, Rachel and I finished Sex in the City. So proud of, of you. Including both movies. How did you feel about the movies? Um, I liked them. I did, too. That's why like, everyone wants them to them to do a Sex and the City three because like the movies I know. I wish did they would. so well considering like you know when TV shows go into movies it's always kind of like one done dead like whatever like either they go back to the TV show or what but the movies are like fantastic like ugh, I love them I yeah love I was so really much. prepared for the second movie to be awful mm-hmm. and it no. wasn't I mean it it's, was it's always acceptably ridiculous like this makes sense for these people so like it can't be bad um we watched speaking of movies we watched birds of prey the harley quinn thing i did not like it i'm sorry if i make enemies here it just was like it was way too random and way too like all over the place and i literally watched it the day after we just watched Bombshell. So I went from seeing Margot Robbie as this really serious, amazing actress. Amazing. Bombshell is mind-blowingly amazing. Especially Charlize Theron. Like, you're literally like, I don't think this is Charlize. I think this is Megyn Kelly. Like, you cannot tell the difference between when they go from the, like, footage of Charlize to, like, the footage of Megyn Kelly. It is crazy. Um, and like even the voice dropped. Um, and then to flip and then see her in Birds of Prey was just kind of like, I don't think I was like mentally prepared for it, but whatever. Um, I will say for me, this week has been pretty good. I feel like for us, um, there's been a lot more to do. There's a lot, been a lot more action, which feels like we're moving in the right direction. I think we had like two weeks of just like dead like, it felt very dead. Like, people weren't moving through what they were needing to get through. But this year, like, or this week, people are moving through my training stuff, which makes me feel good. Um, I've kind of stepped back into helping my customer service department because that's where I started just to kind of give them extra support. And I feel like that's been busier. So I feel like we're back on kind of this upswing or people are adapting back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like where you and I start to realize, like, we're in very different fields because where you're just like, this is a whole year thing that we have to adapt for. Ours is very kind of like up and down with it all. That's why it's crazy. Like ours like took one for like the next six pay checks, but we didn't do one for like the whole year. Cause like when we come back, like we'll be back. Cause we're, you know, retail when it comes down. Yeah. Who knows what kind of repercussions this is going to have long-term. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's made me feel a little better. Um, I also started taking, uh, I'm going to say it wrong. It's like Rodihola, Rodisha, Rodishola, something. It's like, I've been reading a lot about, I'm going to get back into the camera here. I've been reading a lot about um, neurotropics and adaptogens um, to help deal with, stress and anxiety a big popular one people mostly know is ashwagandha this is kind of like the i have heard of the ashwagandha this is the um another kind of version of that and just everything i was reading this made it feel like it was more like the one i should be taking i think i'm still going to get like a blend of the other stuff 
but uh, in the past couple of days, because I've been having like nightly panic attacks, which are so fun uh, with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what I do to kind of like ease them, I do have like a, and I think I've talked about it on here, like a anti-anxiety uh, sleep aid. I think it's like trazodone or trazepam. I don't know, something like that. But my doctor gave it to me for anxiety when sleeping. So that does help. But oh, like yeah, yeah. before before I fall asleep, it's like like insanity. So I'm going to take now, this in the morning. If and... you feel comfortable saying, mm-hmm. what, what do you think is um like the root belief behind these little fun panic attacks? Uh, work. <laughs> Keeping a job and a company alive. <laughs> Uh, and not losing my job and staying useful. And luckily I have a really amazing boss. Uh, and she, I, I, I've told her this multiple times. I'm like, I feel like I'm not working hard enough or like, like I go to sleep and I'm like, did I work hard enough today to make a difference to where I'm seen as valuable or, or something like that? Cause like, I, you know, that's the thing is like for us, I feel at least for me, when I go into work from home, I work harder because I want to prove that like, since you can't see me physically sitting at my desk where I'm usually probably not doing much of anything, I am super active getting through projects. Like, did I do enough? Did I, say the right things did I not say enough on the conference call or something like that so it's a lot of things like that which I think uh and even her she's like you're doing a great job like you are doing everything you're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. so uh you know she appreciates that um I care like that but she thinks it's like she's like you can you're good but I still like panic because like if I lost my job, I honestly don't know what I would do because I'm just like, I can't. I've looked up how much vans cost if I were to just buy one and like start living in a van because that's always an option. You know what I mean? Um, luckily, I feel like even with all of like my quote unquote shopping I've been doing, I've been saving money because like all of the going out, anything that yeah. like that, uh, sure. buying clothes to go out in, whatever, I haven't been. Yeah. spending as much um and i finally today because i got tired of like i feel like working in my bed which you notice i'm not in my bed my bed is behind me today um i've been sitting on a stool at my dresser trying to like work which i think has helped me but i bought a desk today that should come on friday which is gonna be like a whole game changer you know um but yeah so like i'm just trying to like because I've been on, like, anti-anxiety meds before and, like, anti-depression meds, and, like, I hate them. Um, you feel, like, super cloudy. Like, right. I remember one time, and I may have said this on here before, but I remember one time when I was taking them when I worked for a hotel in Austin. And, again, I had a really good rapport with my boss, so I told her, I was like, I'm taking these meds. This is all meant to deal with brain stuff. So I have no idea how I'm going to react, right? Like, I don't know what I'm going to be like. And I remember one morning after taking them, I was, like, sitting there really early because you start your days at, like, 6 a.m., like, on the clock. And I was, like, staring at people, and I swear to God, everyone had just an aura. Like, I could see, like, everyone's aura on things, and I was like, this doesn't seem good. This seems like I'm on drugs. So I, you know, I've been playing around with with other things that might uh, help me naturally sure, um, to calm sure. it down. Um, have you considered that um, what might help you the most is kind of like more of a... I swear to God, if you tell me to do meditation again. <laughs> and like, ta- like actually tackling uh, and, and confronting some of these issues um, would maybe be a better solution than just kind of like trying to put something in your bloodstream to like keep this from happening well no because i I mean not knocking medical science and prescription medications because those can be excellent tools as well i'm just saying that sometimes maybe you need to like look at the root of the situation 
figure out what's going on there and maybe tend that garden a little if you know what i'm saying well this is a garden i cannot reach at the moment um <laughs> i have i have nothing i can do that's the thing is i think that's what's giving me the most anxiety is i have no control over it i have With, my God, what what you have my, no control over what like the world economy yeah okay so i think the lack of the lack of control that i have is what is really giving me the anxiety but the problem right. is is i can't do anything but relinquish that control and that is what i'm trying to do with my neurotropics and my adaptogens no you have to you have to talk to yourself and like bitch i talk to myself all day long I yourself that relinquishing control is enough that Doesn't like work. you have to look that whole uh serenity prayer you need to start serenity praying yourself no. accept the like control the things you can accept the things you can't and you're like doing that. everything you, you can to control the elements of your life that you can. You're doing, you're excelling at your job and you've gotten the feedback that others acknowledge you're excelling at your job. So you have done everything you can do short of like setting up interviews for other jobs to address your fear that you will lose your job. So that fear no longer useful. You can just acknowledge it and let it flow through you and leave. Thomas, I just don't have this like calm nature which you exude from, which I don't think will ever change in who I am as a human being. So guided you know, meditations are actually I'm not helpful in, in, in teaching you these habits. It's not all about just sitting there in the quiet all by yourself. There's the guide. The guided meditations contain these little lessons, telling you how to how to process your emotions. Mm. Well, I'm gonna take a little break here and process my emotions. Amazing. Um, Wait, and then when we come back. Okay. Well, sure. No, that's fine. We're 17 minutes into the show already, so okay, we've got fine. a break at some point. All right. We'll break. We'll come back. Uh, during the break, why don't you donate to our Cash App at Homa's Modern Life on Cash App. We'll be right back. Yay. Yay. Okay. We're back. What were you going to say? What were you going to okay. come at me with? No. This has nothing to do with you. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> well, I was just going to talk about how um, I went on a walk yesterday. So nice. proud of you. Mm -hmm. um, since we're recording this on Monday night, which is not the usual, Ooh. I had a lot of extra time on my hands yesterday on Easter Sorry. Sunday. Uh, and <laughs> so I took like a two hour walk just around mm -hmm. the neighborhood. And uh, it was very nice. I talked, you know, talked to both my grandparents on the phone. Um, I walked by this lovely house with two hot daddies in the front yard playing with a puppy. Love that. And like there were some very long, very lingering looks exchanged all which ways. Social distancing. And I know. I was like, nope, keep walking, Andy. You can't can't just like pop in and hook up mm. much as I would like to. So horny. Um <laughs> I have jerked off so much that my penis hurts and I have to take a break. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, take like a nice little like twenty four hour break. Yeah. Uh, but I passed by another apartment where there was like a whole slew of gays, uh, much older gays, having an Easter party, drinking cocktails out in the lawn. And I was like, excuse me, sirs. And they like were all like, 
Happy Easter. I was like, this is, uh, it pisses me off to no end. This is why I won't, that's why I won't get in vicinity of other homosexuals right now because they can't be trusted. Right. They no, they can't be trusted. Well, okay, because exactly, because these are, you know, I'm not, okay, this is not to like shame anybody, but these are the same gays that were raw dogging it before prep. Well, I'm yes. Yeah, you know, the ones a, who heard the coronavirus that's what coming I've, and went to a fucking rager. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why I was, I'm like having, I see all these posts from gays on social media where they're like going on trips with their friends or like having parties and like doing all these things together. Or like they even think, oh, well, I can be, I can hang out with this person because it's just the two of us. And then I can go hang out with this person because it's just the two of us. Like all that bullshit. And I'm like, you know what? Temper your expectations, Andy. Like, how often do gays, including, you know, dear friends and mm-hmm. myself on occasion, how often do gays expose themselves to harm, potential contagion? Every day. Every yep. day. Every day. Every day. We're just out there exposing ourselves. So. I guess I have to temper my expectations. Mm-hmm. Or do I? But mm-hmm. another thing happened while I was out on my walk. Uh-huh. Um, I got a DM from a lovely listener. <gasps> yeah. His name is Marnie. Uh-huh. Uh, and we that got our very... drag name. <laughs> we got our what? very first Homo's Modern Life tip. Uh-huh. And a it was amazing. Tip, a big tip. It, I mean, Marnie knows how to tip. If tip, you need to was, know how to tip, go ask Marnie. We appreciate it so much. She tipped too. us so hard. It was not just the tip, honey. It was the shaft all the way. I mean, she tipped deep. She tipped me it, over, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway. Thank you, Marnie. I wanted to shout her out we, and say thank you. We're gonna uh, use it for improvement to our situation, which is right. homeless modern life. Homeless modern life is the situation. It is a whole situation. <laughs> um, and you know, any future donations, we now have a a new avenue for those, which is cash out. Yep. Yep. Dollar sign homos modern life, whatever that means. Yep. Tip your queens because we want to keep this ad free and we want to improve maybe if we get enough tips we'll finally get a sound engineer and all of you can stop bitching about it but you keep listening because you love us yes Uh, but anyways what we're not going to do with that money is we're not going to steal it all away from the show and take a vacation no no vacations for now, but we can start thinking about the trips we want to take when this is all over, right? Yeah. Where you want to yeah. go, where you want to be. How do you want to travel? Plane, train, whatever, alone, in a group, as a pair, you know, so many options. I have very strong opinions on travel because I think there really is two different kinds of trips and I am two different kinds of people on these trips. Three different kinds of trips. Let me say that. Three trips. Three different kinds. One is a trip with your family. Always fun. I usually find these the most relaxing, honestly, which I think other people disagree with. But it's usually because we go somewhere that's like a beach or something. And our only concern is like where we're going to have our meals, which luckily for me, my sister is a planner and natural born tour guide. So she will she will always drive us. She will always tell us where we're gonna go eat. She just makes the definitive plan and the whole rest of my family just kind of goes along with it. Again, my sister is 21 years older than me. So she's a full adult older than me, which is where this wisdom I think comes from. So I, I love a good family trip. Doesn't leave a lot of room for like sexual activities. I remember, you know, when we were in Tortola together, um, I kept 
getting uh, uh, offers, but like I was too scared to leave. Like I didn't want the like stigma of my family knowing that I was going to go, you know, you know, go balls deep, you know. Have you ever taken a trip with your family? Uh, not as an adult, I don't think. No, no. not really. Not as an adult. Um, like closest was probably when I was in college going in like when my brother graduated from his like masters in Kansas. Fun. But, you know, that's about as close as I get to an adult so. trip with my parents. The last actual vacation, like out of town vacation, I remember taking with my parents was probably when I was in middle school mm-hmm. going to DC mm-hmm. and like, august it was hot yeah dc has can either be beautiful or gross there's no like in between and it every day can be a new adventure yeah but usually it was something more like more outdoorsy not outdoorsy but like staying in a cabin in colorado or Mm -hmm. arkansas like arkansas were like family lake trips sort of Mm -hmm. thing yeah. Um, I lied. There's actually four different kinds of trips because I forgot one. So outside of family, the the next kind of trip is a trip with a group of friends. These these I find group of friends the most yeah. taxing. They're for sure for probably sure. the most exhausting because either it's everyone trying to figure out what they want to do. And no one and like a whole bunch of people like want to do different things or it's like activity, yeah. activity, 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 which like mm-hmm. great experiences, great times. I've, I've I, never I gone usually on like, like a group. I've never gone on a group trip with friends that was like flying somewhere. I've only ever done, you know, like going to a city. Probably like two to four trip. hours away. Yeah. Like my favorite part about those trips are always like um like the evenings, like dinner cuz I'm big at like let's all like drink and sit by a campfire and like let's just talk and like make some s'mores and stuff like that. Like I think that's the best part but the days, I swear to god, the days can be so exhausting unless you just have a group of like chill people that are like literally we're all just going to get out of the city and like hang out in the country like wake up we all want to like read or like go to the river or something whatever um it's really calm otherwise it's like yeah itinerary here it is like let's go let me tell you who you want to go on a trip with Mm -hmm. is my dear roommate because mm-hmm. she loves an itinerary. Yep. Uh, and she, you know, always whenever there's like a trip, like I went to California with her last summer. She is always like going to bachelorette weekends and stuff. And she always makes the itinerary. She's yeah. very good uh, at it. I keep saying it I want to take the, a group it of keeps us. keeps the weekend organized and like yeah. there's always something to do. But there's like planned breaks. Yep. That's the thing. I want to take our little group on a trip, but I'm not going to do it if Rachel doesn't come because I'm not taking that all on my own. (laughs) I will be a great assistant to Rachel. I will, but I'm not going to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I need her. Um, So that leads us into the third kind of trip, which is a best friend trip, which we've Mm -hmm. done one. You and Rachel's done one. Arguably, I think you and Rachel's was better because she's an amazing travel companion. Ours was also mm-hmm. like all over the place. Ours was, was World Pride. Pride. So like, what were we? Today? Yeah. So, and I do love New York. It's one of the places I've probably been the most as far as traveling goes. Um, and I think it really like will either solidify or destroy a relationship or a friendship. Um, so we survived. So yeah. Um, but it's rough because like, you're always, especially if 
you're not like the super, like if you have a friendship where one of you is really dominant and one of you is really passive, I think sometimes it's easier because the dominant one's just going to tell you where to go do everything all the time, which like, yeah. you know, they're happy, you're happy, everyone's happy. Um, but the two where either like, not necessarily you're both dominant, but you're both kind of like the in-betweens, I think it's sometimes a little harder to um navigate i've traveled to new york now with three different sets of like friends like two on two trips um and i always find it a little difficult because like i know what i want to go do in new york but it isn't always what they want to go do in new york and also new york is just like an abundance of things to do so it's like yeah it's too many what have you done already that you haven't done what can we do together what should we not do together stuff like that so it can be a lot of time spending like that but overall it can be a very very good trip um same with like a partner or anything like that i think traveling with a with a boyfriend or a potential date is a great way to figure out if this is going to be a long-term relationship or not um right but well, it's also served, one of my served me wrong my biggest travel experience was studying abroad which mm -hmm. i went with one of my friends from college like we decided to go do the study abroad semester you know like three months or four months together um and so it was like you know us and like whatever friends we made while we were abroad but um mostly us taking like weekend trips or like spring break and stuff like just the two of us together and that's uh, was like <laughs> the longest <laughs> like so much uh friend trip time <laughs> mm -hmm. and there were times where it was just like okay like by the end of spring break we were like we need to <laughs> like just a little bit of like an hour apart just mm -hmm. to like breathe <laughs> have a little breathing room yeah you go a little crazy if you're just with like one singular person for a week yep absolutely um especially week long oh my god it can be like the end of that week it's like i don't want to see you for the next three weeks just to balance this out um and then the final trip which is my personal favorite trip and i think you've done this too is a trip on your own i th yeah. think it can be really scary um if you've never done it uh, my biggest recommendation would be go to some place where you know people already so that way you have the opportunity to meet up with people that you know but you're yeah. not obligated to spend all your time with those people um and i did that my first my second trip to New York, I don't consider my first trip a real trip because it was like literally 24 hours in the city. And then I flew back home just to see my grandmother. But honestly, like going on a trip on my own, I feel like I am so much more of a yes man and a different person. Um, mm -hmm. I literally hooked up with a different person every night, which is not like me. If you haven't picked this up on the podcast, um, I even have it's funny because I have this see my little statue of liberty i have it on my nightstand i bought it on my last day of that specific trip because i was like such a different confident person i think and i was so open um to uh ideas and suggestions i my favorite thing too is i was walking away from sasha valor's show and this guy just like Again, putting ourselves in danger every day. This guy just like cat calls me. Um, and I just went for it. Am I frozen? No, there I go. You were I was second. frozen in my window. Uh, so this guy just like cat calls me. And I just kind of turned around. I was walking with a group of people, but I didn't know these people. I just was like in the group. Uh, and he starts talking to me. He's like, what about your friends? I was like, I don't have any friends. It's <laughs> probably dangerous. And then he took me to all these different bars. We hung out, went home with him. Uh, also went to a bar in Washington Heights, met people. I think because I was just like living on my own schedule, I got to do what I wanted to do. There was one day I woke up and I was like, I just, I want to walk through the city. I've never taken the chance just to like walk through the city. Like I want to get to know it. My family's all from New York, you know what I mean? Like I want to get to know like this part of what I consider my heritage. So I spent the whole day and I walked from Grand Central Station all the way up through Central Park. Um, I only made it halfway through Central Park. Central Park's very big. Um, <laughs> but 
Okay. It was, well, I came from Grand Central Station. It was the long walk, but I got to walk past all these things that I didn't expect to find. I did the, um, the same thing when I went to Rome. There was, I was with people, but there was one day where I was like, I hate all of you people. I'm just going to go out and explore on my own. And I always feel like it's the best because I stumble on places where I'm like, oh my God, this art is beautiful. Or, oh my God, like, you know, this is the MoMA. I just walked by the MoMA. I just walked by Bryant Park. Like these are things that are important to me that probably most people wouldn't even care, but it's, or like I went to the, the New York library. I just like walked in, they have security there. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, walking, walking like through, just wandering through Rome is so fun because you'll round a corner and all of a sudden you'll be in this piazza and there's just like something amazing. I, I literally a huge fountain remember, or like a beautiful church or like something crazy. The thing that drew me like wild is I remember I turning into the corner, walked into this like courtyard and looked up and it was all this like Dutch artwork, like in, mm-hmm. it was like whenever the Dutch were there, they like painted this whole thing. So it was like this hybrid of like Roman art and like Dutch painting, or I think it was Dutch or something like that. Um, but it was great. I think that's the thing is you kind of have to know what kind of trip you want to take and be prepared for what trip's going to give you. So like, I think if you're the explorer, if you're a natural explorer, taking a trip on your own or taking a trip with one other person who is also that kind of same thing where they're just like down to get out there and see what's going on. Great Mm -hmm. opportunity. If you need an itinerary, if you need to know where you're going to be at all times, consider, you know, going with a group um, or a friend, right, who's got it on lock for you. Um, If you're looking for a vacation to relax, I think some of the easiest is also probably maybe going in a pair because I feel like it's weird going to like the beach by yourself and things like that you know i see people do it but yeah no i mean like i i've been on trips where i went to the beach by myself and going to the beach by yourself is always like because you have to leave your stuff (laughs) if you want to go into the water it's like uh i feel like i shouldn't be doing this exactly so maybe consider that like a two-person trip and then you know if you just want like a wild time trip go with your family go with the cool people in your family that's the thing make sure the cool people in your family are there i'm going on my own (laughs) i swear to god going this family trip was like at one point my sister we all got drunk and my sister saw a floating picnic table like with a motor and buoys and lights and she didn't know these people she's like i want to go on this And so she just runs out into the fucking ocean after this picnic table saying, can we get on? And they let us on. And they like scooted us over a sunken ship. And they were like, watch your feet. There's barracudas. And I'm like, this does not seem safe. And I'm like, why am I the adult amongst the adults here? So, you know. You have to have wild family for that to be a possibility. That would not happen on a vacation with my family. Vacations with my family are relaxed ones. Where you like go sit by a creek all your, day. Your sister in law seems real cool. So okay. I feel like she get down to some fun stuff. She's yeah, gonna be like, Yeah, tequila shots. Yeah. No, I don't know. No. The first thing we did when we landed on the island is start making painkillers. So, you know, you know, to each their own. Yeah, different. Yeah. So when you get out of this, what's your next, we're running a little over, but fuck it. Uh, What's your next travel destination? Well, I was supposed to go to New York at the end of this month for Mm -hmm. a friend's birthday weekend. uh, And just have like essentially a debaucherous bachelor style weekend. Mm -hmm. But that's obviously not happening. So I changed my ticket to... Uh, market days in Chicago fun. a couple of years ago it was really mm-hmm. fun I went to that I went by myself a couple of years ago although like you know met up with people all, while I was there um, but this one it's you know the people that I was going to do the birthday weekend with I'm going to go 
do market days. I love that. If it's still happening, and you know, we're not gonna worry about that right now. Yeah. I was uh, gonna try to go to New York this April. Yeah. That's not happening. Uh, so now I don't know. I still feel like I need to go back to New York, you know, see the old grandma. But also, I'm ready to go somewhere new. Um, yeah. And I want to go, and, you know, through this podcast and uh, through, you know, my meme page, I've met so many people all over the place. I actually have a lot of people that I know in Chicago, so that is on my list. Probably not for market days, because not my thing. Uh, (laughs) But um, either Chicago or um, heading up to Portland or Toronto. Um, I really feel like I need to go to Toronto and see my little friends up there, uh, Brad and Sarah and the people that started Club Quarantine. And like I said, don't need to really spend that much time with them, which is what's great about it. But, you know, when the time comes to go out, there's people (laughs) to go out with. Uh, I've never been to Canada. Yeah, I think Toronto's uh, on my list. And Seattle's on my list. Seattle too. Actually, this reminds me. When was the last time you checked your passport? Because um, I feel <laughs> like it's about it? to expire. Oh. It's good for ten years. Oh. August twenty twenty one. So I need this coronavirus to wrap it up before August twenty twenty one, so I can go out of the oh, country. I probably renewed mine in like twenty twelve. So eh. also. Let's give this travel tip to the people out there. There is something. It is called Global Entry. With Global Entry, it's about $150. You do have to go in for an interview at the TSA to explain why you want it um, so they can make sure you're good. But it does two amazing things. One, you get automatic TSA pre-check for, I want to say, five years, which is great. Dude, speed through that line. Uh, honestly, I get to the airport about 20 minutes before I'm supposed to board for my flight, and I always make it through. Uh, but I'm still OCD, so I always try to get there earlier if I can. Um, I just like being in airports, you know? Good old Starbucks, sit, like, you know, read a magazine. Yeah. Um, also, it gives you what it says, global entry, where you get to... Um, basically speed past any customs situation. So like you're already pre-qualified to go into any country that accepts global entry, which is most of them. So if you were to travel for another country or anything like that, um, you can just kind of like go through like an expedited line so you don't have to wait in lines to get into anything like that. Um, The only time you have to kind of stick around is if you bring back a whole bunch of stuff because you have to deal with it. But it's very handy, very efficient, and has definitely paid for itself in the time that I've been there. Okay. Is it time for a break? Yeah. Okay. Be right back, y'all. Dab it out. Dab it out. Brandy's not dabbing. I'm gonna I'm gonna end this call on a dab. Dab. Hello, children. Hello, we're back. Hi. Not from outer space this time, just from my room. And my closet. Did you notice I got a new bedspread? Not really a new one, a new old one. I just changed it up. All fresh, a little fun, a little lattice work. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen some very professional podcasts recording in their closets during this quarantines um, interesting how ahead of interesting. the curve huh? mm-hmm. um so we're here it's pod q and gay that's where you get to interact with us for this episode of the podcast this is part of it this you get to tell us things we get mm-hmm. you know it's we get to be bonded together yeah. um also a reminder if you don't know where I post these, it's on my stories, usually on Saturdays, usually 
you know, somewhere between Friday to Saturday at midnight when I remember I haven't posted anything, so I post something. Mm. We love a semi-professional queen. Um, but we asked two questions today. Um, one was, what is your dream vacation spot? You know, we were looking for a little inspiration, right? Now's the mm. time to start planning those trips, saving up, using that dollar bills that you're not spending on vodka sodas because you're at home making your own and it's cheaper. Um, it is. Sure. Upcharged at the bars. Oh, look at him too. He just like popped up on my screen. Hello. Um, anyway, so we want to know, you know, where are you thinking about? Where you want to go? Where you want to spend this time together? Um, my first one, which I'm probably going to mispronounce, is Sanathaya Resort Koyaoye, Thailand. I'm going to blow it up and put it somebody, on the screen. Somebody put it, somebody said that just to fuck with you. Uh-huh. So this one. You read uh, that? Sanitya Resort, Koyaoyai, Thailand. Yeah. Thanks for that. I like a challenge. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead and jump to what's probably going to be the most popular answer in this question, which is Mykonos. You gays. Mykonos. This is how you throw a party at Mykonos, bitch. Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. Lohan Beach Club. Uh, A show canceled in its prime, truly. Canceled. Because the club was canceled. The club was canceled. We also love a a frugal, lazy queen. Uh, He just said, I like a really nice long stay at home. That's called a staycation, honey. It's called a staycation, but I get it, you know, but like really right now is when you're done with this, is that, do you want to just stay at home some more? Cause like, that's just my weekends. You know what I mean? Mm. Binging. Um, a couple of people mentioned honeymoons that they're saving up for or would love to go on someday. Uh, one person said the Maldives. How fancy. Mm. Uh, another person said Bora Bora with the little huts over the water. Yeah, I also have a Bora Bora. Uh, um, I have I'm going to I have a few little one words, so I'm just going to name them out. Mm-hmm. Berlin. Interesting. Sex clubs. Hear a lot of fun yeah. stuff out of Berlin. Mm-hmm. Fiji. Um, South Africa. I love that. We're going to the other tip, you know. Um, and Tahiti, um, and then my personal favorite, um, deep inside a thirsty bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm-hmm. I'll do my quick fires. I've got Bali, mm-hmm. very eat, pray, love. Tuscany, mm-hmm. very under the Tuscan sun. Iceland, I don't have a movie for that. Uh, and Uranus, so also in a bottom. Mm-hmm. We love a bottom, um, but also the planet not, Uranus. Not surprised. So I don't know if the people elsewhere have um, a gay relationship with this destination quite like Dallas uh, or possibly Texas does, um, but the Mykonos of Mexico which is Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta. I like, I'm not going to lie. I've never heard of this town before I moved to Dallas. And it just seems really? like this is where all the gays fucking go. Like, it's, yeah, it's where all the gays go in Mexico. That's not, not a Dallas thing. Not one person talked about this in Austin to me, at least when I was there. Maybe I wasn't hanging out I with the like crowd that was going to Puerto Vallarta, but any like gay podcast that I listen to, those gays always end up in Puerto Vallarta. What's so special? I don't it's get just, it. It's it's good in you know every country or region, you know, city 
to like choose one place for all the gays to congregate. And we have chosen Puerto Vallarta. Interesting. I guess, you know, in the United States, it's San Francisco. Mexico is Puerto Vallarta. Uh, I know when I was in Spain, we went to their version of it, which was uh, sieges, spelt like stitches. Um, but it was another little beach town where, like, most of the beaches were nude beaches. And if they weren't, they were still nude beaches. You know what I mean? So I, I get it. It was fun there, though. Really yeah. good paella. Um, this one says, any speaking of, any place with a nude beach, always wanted to try one. I mean, it's all fun and games until there's, like, families around you, and you're like, this isn't really the nude beach I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we've talked about this. Have you ever been to Hippie Hollow? No, no, never went. Yeah, I went once recently and it was good. I mean, like, like I said, you always choose one place for the gays to congregate. So there's like the furthest down part of like, because it's kind of like this one path that goes along, you know, the coast of the lake and Mm -hmm. it just kind of dead ends. But the dead end is where the gays are. You have to go all the way down. So nobody's going to like pass by the gays and their debauchery and everything. Exactly. They also do Last Splash in Austin. Have you heard of that? Which is basically like a boat party in Hippie Hollow where they tie all the boats together and it's just one big boat orgy from what I understand. I would party. Like that. Um, that's all of my little destinations that I have. Um, I'll just quick fire a few more. Somewhere in Hawaii with an open bar. Mm. Um, I I love a sandals. Mm-hmm. Say, uh, it's all inclusive, you know. I love I all you know inclusive. what? I went on a I went on a cruise and I think the best part of the cruise was all inclusive and I there was always to something all to do. Inclusive cruise. I would love that. Oh my god. But so I also want to go on a gay one because you know. Yeah. I have two different kinds. One I want to party. One I just want to relax. Yeah. And most cruise mm. ships have adult-only swimming areas, which like beautiful. So no cute. kids. No kids in the hot tub. Get out. I'm gonna relax. All right. What was our second question? So we wanted to know any tips, tricks, or travel stories. XXX travel stories that you may have had that you wanted to share. Um, and I'm going to start off with a doozy right here. This one says, got fucked by a daddy and his 20 year old son saw us doing it and just stood there until we finished. I don't see if that's really a travel story or like where the travel part comes in, but I'm here for it. And was it his daddy or was it his daddy you know what i mean right like was it his son or was it his boy you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um this is actually a really good tip Mm -hmm. so get on grinder when you're traveling and Mm -hmm. ask where the best drag is Mm. like you know that's where you know to go at night exactly get your get your local destination mm-hmm. entertainment. entertainment um this one's really practical priority pass airport lounges which like bitch have you ever been in an airport lounge like oh my god open bar open bar um delicious yeah. food uh the american express lounge like if you got a sugar daddy Go in there. That shit's amazing. Um, sometimes you should it pick can up be a sugar little daddy busy. right outside the American Express Lounge. Yes. Yeah. You want to pick up a sugar daddy? You hang outside the lounge, honey. Um, and uh, try first class. Uh, again, worth it for a long trip. Totally worth it. Oh. Um, sure. And then sure. be nice to flight attendants. I cannot stress this more, especially because half the flight attendants are gay. But if you're nice to them, 
bitch, they will give you two vodkas. You know what I mean? Um, and especially, like, if they notice that you're traveling on, like, flight benefits of some variety, they just, like, hand you booze. They don't care. There's not, like, a count at the end of the day where they're like, we had to sell this many bottles. No, there's none of that. They're, they can just give them away. And I've gotten so drunk on an airplane, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Oh my. That's a trick. Get drunk on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Check into the hotel and go out to party. Go scuba diving. It's amazing. I'm a little scared just because uh, I have the same fear about the ocean as I do about aliens. Um. We just don't know what's out there. You know what I mean? Uh, scuba, I don't know if you're familiar with scuba diving. Uh, you don't really go into the like deep, dark, scary parts of the ocean. But just because we don't go in the deep, dark, scary parts of the ocean doesn't mean the deep, dark, scary parts of the ocean don't come to us. Just saying. No, they don't because they're very sensitive to light because they're used to dwelling in the darkness. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. You won't catch me in more than eight feet of water. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Next time we're so, in the pool like, and I've been ten. Yeah. Uh, what? What if you went to the Olympics? You wouldn't get in the diving pool. No. Why would I be at the fucking Olympics? This body's not going to go there. Let's be real. Let's also, say I'm you were the only. I, you know what? Let's okay. I'm dreaming up a whole miscongeniality situation in my head. Uh-huh. Um, not that. Well, okay. So you're at the Olympics, mm-hmm. undercover, mm-hmm. and you know, as I don't know what, like a trainer, mm-hmm. and you are at the Olympic diving facility at night, mm-hmm. and there is one Olympian there, Tom Daly. He's he's practicing his dives. Well, do you know any? Do you know any top Olympic Uh, divers? Phelpsy poo. He's not a diver, babe. Uh, He he leaps. He leaps off of the high dive Mm -hmm. and um, breaks his ankle on the way down. And. Can't, he's struggling. He can't get out of the pool. He's drowning. He needs help. Yeah. Water's got to be more than ten feet deep because they're coming from way high up. They gotta have some space yeah. to splash. I already have to get in and save him. This, but no, because a diver with a broken foot is not worth anything. <laughs> oh Just no! Kidding. I would consider it. Oh, I would goodness. consider it. I would try first to like get the pool net and like oh. see if I could like pull sure. them with that. Um, and then make sure he really needed my help before I got in the water, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to have all the facts. Still got one good foot, so it's fine. Um, um, this, this person said, "Oh, oh, I'll I, go. Okay. Uh, no, you go. You go. You do. Okay. Well, this person said, download um, here. It's an app called Here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, for downloadable maps and directions with no oh. need for Wi-Fi or cell. Tell you where all the gay shit's out." Uh, yeah. Uh, great tip. Find your culture. It'll always be good. You know what I mean? Because if you get in danger, they're going to be the ones coming to rescue you. Also, like, try to not sleep in your bed the whole time you're there. See it. Mm-hmm. Like, make it a challenge. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, this one says all of my dick apps are from foreign countries. Never had sex in my own country. I don't know what that says about you as a person. Um, maybe try to get some good old in your own country. There is, you know what? 
there, wherever you are, there is another gay within 30 minutes of you. I can guarantee it. That is science. At least one other gay within 30 minutes nah. of you. Or questioning human. Sure. Within 30 minutes. Somebody willing to accept a blowjob. Mm-hmm. You can get some. If you put yourself out there and you lower your standards, you can get some. Yeah. Uh, um, let's see. This person said, as their um, triple X story, we were on the Fear Factor show together. Mm-hmm. Craziest thing I've ever done, hookup wise. So I guess oh. he went out and was on an episode of Fear Factor and then hooked up with somebody else that was on the show. Was that part of the Fear Factor? No, I think so. Hattie? I don't think they do that. What? Mm-hmm. Hattie? I don't, that doesn't like, nobody likes that. Like that? Can you hear that? Yes. Loud. I did get a nail file finally, so I like filed my nails a little bit, but they're still so long because I can tap on it. Yeah, nobody likes it. Okay. Uh, This one says, one time I may have hooked up a guy, hooked up with a guy at Universal Studios in Orlando. I have questions. What was it ride? On a ride? What ride? Was it in a bush? Was it in a hotel room? Because that's less fun. Um, Is that one of those 4D, 5D experiences? Was he in character costume and you undressed him? Is hmm? Harry Potter? I don't know. We don't know. It could be anything. That's all the ones I have. That's all the ones I have. Well... Sounds like a great way to end the show yeah. with character fucking in Orlando. Is it a furry if it is a SpongeBob costume? Mm, I think that's a spongy. Okay. Well, anyway, you can follow me on Instagram if you don't already, because if you don't, I don't know how you found the show. But if you found the show, I think that's amazing. Uh, but at Homo's Modern Life on that Instagram. I'm at Andy from Boy Story on Instagram. Follow our other shows, HML Slay Queen, if you like some Buffy. Apparently, Buffy is on the top 10 most bingeable TV shows for quarantine. So I yes, think we're ahead of the And you got a whole season one to listen to we just Amazing. finished season one and we recorded season two's first episode today so like get into it we also have another show Andy, you want to tell them what it is uh, we have hml political hookup mm-hmm. which you can follow at hml political hookup on instagram yeah get your daily i keep saying daily your bi-weekly dose of political issues facing the lgbtqia plus community delivered candidly by your host jp and carter and hey guess what neither one of them are doing any producing work so if you want to hear them at all in the next couple of weeks then that's your chance to do it um all that stuff uh and you know what? If you're cold, um, if your titties are exposed, you could cover them with some merch. We got shirts. Yeah. We got mugs. We got bags. We got notebooks. We got stickers for all of our shows. Uh, and then some fun little things like brunch or, you know, casual night in with the dog because that's all that you can do now. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Where do they find us? At HML Shop on Instagram. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You can visit our website, homosmodernlife.com. Uh-huh. Um, you can send us an email at homosmodernlife at gmail.com. And, most and importantly, if you feel like it, you can give us a tip because we have that cash app handle now, which if you're watching the video, you've probably seen it in the commercial breaks because I'm going to put it in there. Uh, uh, uh. Ooh, um, but it is dollar sign homos modern life. Help us stay ad free. Help us improve. Help us get that fucking sound engineer. 
Watch um, out, guys, because we're dangerously close to getting an ad for like Helix mattress or something. Yeah. Dangerously I mean, close to you, quit ads up in here. Yeah, you don't want to hear that. I mean, maybe you do. Don't you want to hear me sell um, a wine subscription? I don't think so. <laughs> no. But yeah, that's our show. Love it. Fare thee well, children. Bye. This has been a Homo's Modern Life production.